Castro and you are watching Leaders with a Mission and today I have an amazing person that I love with all my heart because he's someone who transforms lives and he's very cool. He's just an awesome person to be around. So his name is Ruben Valdez and he has a profound passion and commitment to help patients reverse their disease instead of just managing. Dr. Valdez is a chiropractic physician with extensive postdoctoral training in functional medicine and clinical nutrition. He is committed to educating his patients and providing them with hope for a better life by providing a unique approach to diagnosing and treating conditions like type 2 diabetes, hypothyroidism, and early Alzheimer's. He has been successful at helping over 5,000 patients suffering from different chronic conditions to find improvement and at times even resolution to many of their chronic ailments and symptoms. And today, I present you Dr. Valdez. Hi, Diane. Thanks for having me. I'm fantastic. I'm so happy to have you. You just Thank came you back from much. a trip and yes. you just... I just landed. <laughs> so I'm giving you my all right now. <laughs> Thank you. So... I wanted to ask you because you are someone who inspires me. Thank you. From the first time that we met, there was this connection because both of us have a passion for holistic healing. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about your practice and what is it that you do? Absolutely. So um, I feel that I've been put here on earth basically to um, help people eradicate chronic illness. Um, nowadays, the system of healthcare and the world of medicine is more interested in managing chronic disease than in actually helping patients find the root cause of these diseases and successfully helping them to revert them back to a state where they're no longer a threat for the patient. And so to me, that's something that personally I find it very unfair. I find it um, even to a certain degree somewhat unethical. Um, based on all the information and all the research that we now have to allow patients to continue to deteriorate with time from diseases that we know are very treatable with um, safe interventions. And I want you to tell me, what is your definition of leadership, especially in your type of work, in your line of work? What is your definition of leadership? Uh, basically, to me, it has two portions in the clinical field and then also at the personal human level. So clinically, for me, one of the most important things is becoming the most valuable person in the room, right? And to us as clinicians, that's really achieved by continuing to train and continuing to learn as much as possible. So a large chunk of my personal income goes to continuing education. I travel at least once or twice a month to different workshops, certification seminars, and I try to keep myself always at the, at the forefront of knowledge. Um, the way that functional medicine is moving right now, there's so much money going into research and the knowledge base is advancing so much that sometimes the protocol that I'm practicing right now will be improved in the next four months. So I always want to be that guy that has the edge, that has the latest tools, the latest information, because I think that that's very valuable in the way that I provide service and in my ability to provide the best possible outcomes clinically. But also on a personal sense, I think that to engage a patient in, in an approach, in a method of care, um, the doctor has to have a lot of skin in the game. And, I'm, and I, believe, I believe a lot in embodiment and on trying to practice as best as I can the things that I teach. 
because that makes the information come from a very genuine place. It's not like the doctor hammering you over the head with information. It's actually a bridge of, of communication. We're on this journey together. We're, we're on a journey of avoiding all the, all the traps that socially exist towards optimal health. So we can talk about food, we can talk about toxins, we can talk about stress, we can talk about hormones, we can talk about all these things, not only from a place of, you know, I'm giving you all this data, but from a place of, I'm, all, I'm also on this journey with you. I'm practicing this, I'm teaching this to my wife, to my daughter, to my parents. And I want all of us as a population, as a society, as a city to move in a direction where we become healthier, where we can ab avoid a lot of the problems that are actually bankrupting our nation. And so to me, leadership is both at the personal level and also at the professional clinical level. That's kind of how I, I, I work leadership into my personal um, practice. I remember that when we started working together, this was like a while ago. Right. At that time, you were completely focused on, you know, reversing type 2 diabetes and also hypothyroidism, mm -hmm. Hashimoto's and all this stuff. But last time we spoke, you mentioned something that you were super excited about, which was something that you mentioned it as type 3 diabetes. Right. But it's translated to Alzheimer's. Right. And how people can find ways to ensure that they don't have to go that path. Yes. Can you share with me? And I, I, I wanted to talk about this because I feel like you are one of the top people in the industry right now who is taking leadership, you know, who's going first at this for your community mm -hmm. with a deep level of love and with a deep level of caring. So please, please, please share with us what is that about Especially because a lot of people don't even know that okay. they can do something about it. And I think it's so valuable. Okay. So that would probably require a documentary in itself, <laughs> but I'll be very brief. Uh, one of the things that breaks my heart, I had an aunt that passed away from Alzheimer's disease. And it's one of the most devastating things that you will ever see as a person. It's very, very heartbreaking. To me, that disease steals everything that just makes living worthwhile you know your memories who you've been as a person everything that you've worked for everything that you've loved all the people that are important to you and in that in that model of care right now in in the treatment of alzheimer's there's so little responsibility that's had by many doctors the first thing is that nobody likes the word alzheimer's everybody kind of fumbles it around oh no we'll see we'll diagnose it um mri i don't know you know let's do neuropsychiatric testing and nobody's really taking charge and helping these patients never even get to that place in the first place so not right now there's a lot of research that's emerging that's showing us how this disease can not only be completely prevented it can also be reversed in a lot of the cases if caught early enough and so one of the keys is understanding what is it that's making the brain sick. And the brain can become sick because of many different reasons. In our society, we have this belief that is just completely wrong that as we get older, we're supposed to become forgetful, right? Oh, poor guy, he's just getting old. Well, that belief is actually like a virus in society that allows for the brain to degenerate with time. I can show you a lot of people that are very old and yet are very, very sharp. 
And that's really the way that it's supposed to be. We're supposed to retain neuroplasticity through our lifetime. We're supposed to be sharp all the way to the very end. And so as our bodies are becoming sicker as a society, so are our brains. And what we're seeing is a new epidemic. And that is the epidemic of cognitive decline. Right now, Alzheimer's disease is the sixth leading cause of death. It is expected to move to the third leading cause of death in the next 10 years. And so I want to be able to position our services and our clinic in a way where um, we, not, we not only treat people when they already have the full-blown problem, I want to be able to deliver the information at a stage where people really don't even have to go down that route if possible. You know that that's such a powerful thing to, to provide even a glimpse of hope that there is something that people can do yeah. and how that can change a family and generations among that. So yeah. I love that you're touching that because I know how passionate you are about really caring for someone and giving them back their life. Yes. Well, one of the incredible things is that it's not only like a glimpse of hope now. This is a very real approach. It's been already very clinically validated. So we know that if this information continues to penetrate the market, the healthcare market, we have tools that can guarantee the total eradication of this disease in the next 15 to 20 years. So... I mean, tell me if that wouldn't make you completely passionate about something. And to me, I feel such a huge responsibility on my shoulders. And sometimes, you know, as a leader, you have to sometimes ask yourself, am I willing to die on this mountain? Is this the mountain that I'm willing to defend and fight for? And to me, the answer to that question every single day is like, hell yeah, I love this it. is what I'm here to do. I love it. I love it because I... When we got to do the video, I got to see firsthand the, the real patients, the people who had a profound love and admiration that they had gone through hell and back with people who were just giving them medications and more medications and more medications and they felt hopeless. Yeah. And to have the power to gain your life back where you don't have to be a prisoner of medicine. Yeah. As a filmmaker and as a video person, Finding those transformational stories are addicting to me. Cool. It like it brings me life and it brings me hope to see that there's people that are caring enough to bring this forward. So I have a really cool question because I, I kind of know the answer, but I want you to say it, which is, is there a book or a training or a leader that you admire so much mm -hmm. that inspires you to do better and better as you grow your practice? Yes. So you already probably know my answer. Yeah. Uh, but I would say as far as a book, um, there's one book that really transformed the way that I deal with adversity. And it's a book called Anti-Fragility or Anti-Fragile. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but we can talk about that very briefly. And then as a leader uh, that really inspires me, I would probably say Tony Robbins is one of the people that Um, I look up to tremendously because I think that through his work, he's been able to kind of do it all, right? He has become a humanitarian that has a very profound impact on society. He is incredible at empowering other human beings and helping them move forward. 
in their with their own issues in their own life to the point where they are focused on growth and contribution way more than like the needs of the personality and the needs of self so um, he's been able to just have such a dramatic impact on so many industries presidents professional athletes doctors just um, he's kind of sitting there out there quietly and we don't even realize how much impact he's having especially here in the united states so he's a guy that i would definitely say probably one of the people i admire the most um, other than him i really also like the work of timothy ferris tim ferris um, not so much of because of the automation and that part but um about becoming effective humans again so right now we're surrounded by so much distraction you know email and and whatsapp and the phone and facebook and all these things are just pulling our, our attention in yes. a million different directions and sadly it really decreases our ability to be effective so when we look back 20 30 40 years ago hundreds of years ago even the great writers the great thinkers the great mathematicians the people that really created um, revolutions in thought and paradigm shifts these were people that really had to have time for for thought and for creativity and for imagination and that's becoming harder and harder and harder as technology occupies more and more and more of our lives so probably that would be another tremendous um, tremendous book um, that i would probably recommend i know that there is a book that mm -hmm. you just did oh yeah <laughs> so short tell yes. me what is it about and where people can find it okay so it's called uh, from diabetic to non-diabetic and it's uh, a brief exposition of the approach that we've developed for type 2 diabetes uh, so far that approach has helped over 43 percent of the people that have undergone it to be declared clinically non-diabetic and so um, the book is is directed towards patients people that have type 2 diabetes or people that are wanting to avoid going from pre-diabetes to type 2 diabetes and the intention primarily is to show them the route that most diabetics end up going down even though most of them believe that they'll never be down those roads and never experience complications so i want to reveal a truth um, that a lot of these people actually experience and i want to show them a way out uh, we're very excited about the book. It was actually written for people suffering with type 2 diabetes that are basically going through the same thing as everybody else. Uh, they see themselves continue to get worse and worse, going back to their doctors, asking for help. And basically all they're getting is more and more medication, diet, exercise, and see you in three months. And so this cycle tends to be very frustrating for most people that are actually living it. And uh, we want to be able to expand our, our reach and we want to be able to connect with those people and let them know we understand what you're going through. That's really not the solution, even though you've been told and promised a million times that that's the solution for you. So the book kind of reveals that approach that we have been using that so far has helped us successfully reverse the diabetes of like hundreds of people here in Miami. So far, 43% of our patient base has been clinically uh, declared non-diabetic once again. So we want to put a, a message that's very different, a verbiage that's very different to what they typically hear when they visit their doctor. So currently for those people that are interested, the book is available in, in, in Amazon. Um, 
kind of everything's in Amazon now. So it'll be uh, priced around $16. So we've tried to made it, make it pretty affordable for everybody that uh, wants to experience that kind of information, even for people that um, are struggling with prediabetes and want an approach that can help them avoid getting to the point where they're diabetic. Um, that book would basically help all, the, all those people. So how would you define your mission? What kind of impact will you like to create in the world? If, if I can abbreviate it in a very short sentence, it would be to eradicate type 2 diabetes, to eradicate Alzheimer's disease, and to help everybody that is suffering from low thyroid and hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's get the, the help that's actually going to help them. And so I'm 35 right now. And as you can imagine, I, every, time, every day that I wake up, it's like, oh, my God, there's still so much I have to do to be able to leave the impact and the legacy that I want to leave. And sometimes it overwhelms me. Sometimes it's like, man, I'm not even like a 2% there, you know, it's still, I still feel like the impact that I'm having versus the impact that I actually want to have is small. And that drives me, that really motivates me um, to write. I'm actually coming out with a thyroid book in the next couple of months. That's awesome. I already have a Alzheimer's book that will be free and it can be downloaded from the website. Um, I'm teaching, I'm traveling, I'm doing talks. And I'm trying the very best that I can within my human capabilities as a dad and as a husband and as everything else that I have in my life to be able to touch as many lives as I can because it's that important to me. And that sounds kind of tacky. It sounds corny, but I don't feel that I'm going to be a realized human being unless I give everything that I can to this message. Um, like Tony Robbins would say, if you want to take the island, you have to be willing to burn the boats. And sometimes that requires a lot of sacrifices. I have a lot of friends that complain a lot, you know, and tell me we never get to see you. You never hang out. You never call us. And when we do, I mean, we enjoy it as much as possible. But they, they are difficult choices to make. But they're also very tr conscious choices that I'm making um, to live a life that's beyond me and that's bigger than me and that's bigger than the, the things that I want for myself. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes it's challenging. Sometimes I get frustrated and I feel lonely and I feel, but ultimately it's not about me or it's not about what I feel. Ultimately it's about, um, it's about change and it's about evolving the consciousness of humanity into something that's better, into a way of treating each other, into a way of living life that's more fulfilling, that just takes us back to what we're supposed to be as people. We're not supposed to be eating all this crap that we're eating nowadays. We're not supposed to be exposing ourselves to all this toxic garbage that just surrounds us and we're not supposed to connect with each other through a computer we're supposed to live fulfilling lives and be present and be mindful of what we're putting into our bodies and how we treat each other and how we honor uh, our lives i mean i think it's time for an awakening i think it's time for a reconnection in society 
politically, things are not looking tremendously good. We're seeing a lot of disconnect and a lot of distance. And the more disconnected and separated that we become as humans, I think that ultimately the sicker we will be, the more depressed we will become, the more unfulfilled we are. I think that as a nation, the more united, the more conscious, the more aware, the more that we support each other, we can do much greater things um, than, you know, than by feeding each other garbage and then uh, feeding everyone medication so they can keep eating the garbage. And it's just not right. And so to me, that's basically, hopefully that, that answers the question. It's, it's a very it's so, tiny, it's, it's a very so amazing tiny. because I'll tell you something. I remember when I, I first met you guys, I first, I met your wife. And we kind of like gravitated over the same topics. And yes. it was like, oh my God, I find someone who I can feel free to talk about food and organic and, and holistic health and things that I'm passionate about naturally. Like, yes, I do video and, and, and I love telling stories, but when you get to know that what you do can make an impact, And finding that you had that drive was yes. such an easy connection. Yes. It's like finding people that are your tribe and that are in this movement together of awakening, of providing people with a space so they can be present, of providing them with nature and solutions for a better life. So yes. for that, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank We're going to do awesome things, hopefully. I mean, someday I would want to be able to do a documentary with you and talk about all this stuff and interview oh. other doctors that are kind of changing in. the world. So yes, we will do this because that's kind of my have dream. More impact and we can have more impact. I so love that's it. What I, would love. I love it. I love it. Yes. Sign me up. <laughs> Thank you so much. So for those of you who would like to know a little more about what Dr. Ruben is doing, I invite you to visit IHCMiami.com. And if you're a leader or you're looking to position your brand as a leader, I invite you to visit forproductions.com so you can receive weekly tips on how to magnify your message and make a bigger impact in the world. Till next time.